Welcome aboard the Gamership. I'm your host, Captain Z. Tifa. And I'm Sean. And today's episode is Toxic Behavior. We will all share examples of toxic behavior in a variety of games that we have played over the course of the years. Where the line is actually drawn at toxic behavior and what is just friendly trash talk. And what gaming companies can do to, I guess, try to uh, remove all toxic behavior or at least make an improvement. And before we do that, I'm going to uh, flex my reformed hoodie. Tyler won't eat your heart out. <laughs> if you're thinking, you know, Captain Z, you must need, you must have needed at one point reforming if you're going to wear a reformed hoodie. And you would be correct. I wish I could pull up my old uh, League of Legends chat logs. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to read them out to you guys, but unfortunately, they, they did not um, keep them <laughs> on my account for uh, my chat bands. But you know what? I'm in a better place, and that's old me. That's, that's the old Captain Z, and the new one is reformed and is in a much better headspace. So, I think we're all guilty of a little bit of toxicity in our past. I'm not above it. I can't complain. I can't criticize. I I don't want to get arrested, so no comment. <laughs> ain't that bad. It is our first episode of the new year, so I think it's appropriate that I busted out the good stuff, Angels Envy, for tonight. <laughs> Depending on what stage you're in, not very easy to get. I thought the name was appropriate. So cheers to you both. I hope everyone had a happy new year. I'm drinking calming mint tea so I don't get too toxic. Drinking liquid uh. death because that's what I wish on my enemies. <laughs> <laughs> so let's um let's define, I guess, what is toxicity. And I, I think some people might overly focus on it just being a verbal thing. And it definitely is not. It, it can be really, in my opinion, it's any sort of action that hinders someone's gaming experience. How about intentional feeding? Um, yeah. F7ers, when you really need to F6, uh, which is basically, F7ers are the ones that never quit, even when you're 40 under and you have one kill and they have 40 on the opposite team. Um, or people who steal your buffs or auto-lock. <laughs> Freaking auto-lockers. <laughs> Those are real dirty, specific. Nasty, dirty hobbitses. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree with that definition. I would say, more broadly, it's any behavior, whether it be verbal or otherwise, that can lead to the killing of a game's community or even a player's love for it. Because that does eventually lead to the death of a game community. Um, so behavior that tends to bully people out of games, has the effect of gatekeeping, keeps new players from wanting to join, all that stuff is toxic. Because toxic is another word for poison, and poison is what will eventually kill your game. Or a really good sequel. One of the two. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's good. Um... I, I was trying to keep it general too. That's why I was I was definitely gonna say intentional feeding, but then I didn't want it to be like too game specific. 
But we all know what's coming. We all know what's coming. <laughs> we all know who wears the crown. <laughs> we can't have a discussion about toxic gaming without League, baby. Oh, I was oh, yeah. talking about Smite. <laughs> I mean, you can Two just MOBAs it's all MOBAs. MOBAs. Yeah, MOBAs in general. It's it's a tough crowd. It's, oh, I've got some stories just from the last two days. Mm. Let's hear them. Lead them um, off. So, uh, we were in a party yesterday with two auto lockers, which auto automatically were like, we're losing this one. There's no way we're winning. Um, and now, so, we Tifa, were... I yeah? hate to interrupt you, but for those of us in the audience <laughs> who maybe don't play a lot of MOBAs, ding, maybe so, uh, define and... some of the terms. <laughs> so, an auto locker is somebody who comes in and locks in a very specific category. So, for Smite, for instance, your auto lockers are typically going to be mages or hunters. Um, those that don't really have to get into the action that can stay back. Um, so when you have an auto locker, typically what you're going to have on your team, if you have a five man, is going to be a tank, a another front line like a warrior, um, an assassin, a mage, and a hunter. Or you can have a two a, a two mage or a two hunter is typically how it goes in Smite. Um, so when you have two auto locking mages, when there's already two people who have chosen mage but haven't locked in their auto lockers. These are the kind of people who will auto lock at the very last second just to piss everybody else off. Um, so, so these are people who go in, they're not focused on team composition. They're not trying no, to balance. This is just their character. I want right. to do this. I don't really care what's going to mm -hmm. help the team. Yeah, or, you know, if you take their character, they'll auto-lock as something else that they are not good at, and that's where you get intentional feeding, which is when somebody intentionally kills themselves as many times as possible, feeds the team. So, um, it, it's really stressful. So, automatically, I knew something was going to be bad during this game. I just had a feeling. So, it started maybe two minutes into the game. <laughs> like, it started really early. And uh, someone had died twice within two minutes. Um, and then the other auto-locker, uh, so there was a, a Nuwa and a Amaterasu. And there were the two auto-lockers. The Ama was sitting there calling the Nuwa a bunch of names. You're an idiot. You're stupid. You don't know what you're doing. And I'm like, okay, can we just, can we play the game? This is why we're dying. Can you, can you stop? This is why we're, we're, we're dying. Stop it. Um, so they're like, okay, whatever. So they start playing again. And the new Wa goes up. She has an, a global execute. Or not execute, but a global ult. She goes up in the air, drops her stuff, and if somebody's low, they die. Pretty easy. The whole team's low, the whole team dies. Uh, and she didn't do any damage. <laughs> so the Ama went in on her again, and then started dropping things like, You people, and your inner city trash. <laughs> and you can guess how much further this conversation went. And, like, I, I kept, like, you know, as, as the girl on the team, I'm like, okay, guys, let's stop. There's no need for this. Can we just focus on playing? This is why we're losing. Can we just, just shut up? You ignore them, and you ignore them, and you come over here in lane with me, and you stay over there, and we will we'll lane separately. It'll be fine. No, that's not what happened. The new Wa stayed in base and started saying, um, you were touched poorly, weren't you, when you were young? Oh, and the other person started dropping the N-word. And I'm Ooh. like, it's New Smite. Year's! Getting spicy, dude. I was like, oh. it's New Year's Day. 
say, what the fuck is wrong with you people? This is, no, we just lost Betty White. You guys gotta shut up. I can't do this. Right. Um, and then today we had some of the same kind of behavior. Like, I'm just like, what happened? <laughs> Welcome to 2022. Exactly. <laughs> Good way to kick off. It's 2022. <laughs> um, so yeah, it has been really toxic the last, I mean, it's always been toxic. It's always been toxic, but this yeah. one's just yeah. <laughs> like I've never seen anyone drop that that kind of phraseology in a video game. I live in the South, so I've heard it on those streets, you know, whatever. You don't expect to see it, someone typing that to somebody in chat, like you realize this is recorded. They can go back and see what you just did. And so like I screenshot it and sent it to um uh what was it, high res cupcake, so well, that is definitely that is definitely over the line, right? That is definitely over the line. I think that is a that's an instant chat ban at the least. I'd say. Uh, well, it'll probably take like at least three months for Smite to get back and be like, "Okay, we have dealt with this issue." Oh, jeez, that's that's too long. It, it takes way too long. It took a year one time. That's spicy. Well, you wonder why the community, I guess, seems to be that way. It doesn't. Yeah. Um, Maybe they just don't have the staffing or whatever it takes to to address these sorts of things. So that's that's interesting. Is there a um is there a role specific queue for um similar to league or is it just it's like oh. old league where you're just top you go down? In and you. Mm -hmm. Okay, yeah. So. Yeah. They used to call that you know like oh abide by the summoner's code you know back on old school league. Yeah, Where and if you were last pick, you know, you had to you had to respect the pick order is what I'm getting at, I guess. And yeah, they would obviously not do that. They would just lock in whatever they want. <laughs> no. and, and they have a thing where you can actually once you're in the like you're in the, the God picking screen, you can say, OK, I'll I'll fill I'll play tank, I'll play mage, you know, whatever. Um, but people always put one thing and then go with another one. They don't because it doesn't lock you into that specific role. Hmm. Um, so then you get salty people, uh, like the guy that we had in the match before, right before the podcast, he was going to play a tank and he was like, I'm not going to tank if I don't have another frontliner. Well, me and the other mage had already locked in and so had the hunter and the assassin was like, uh, no, this is a good comp. So literally one second remaining on the clock and he changes to a mage and then we have, and we almost won. It was, it was, um, zero or no, two zero. Like they had, we had to get two more minions in, right at the end, mm. and we would have won. So, <laughs> oh well, my back is only so strong; I can only yeah. carry so much weight. <laughs> I think I don't know the exact numbers, but I'd say Smite is probably it's a free to play game, and I don't think you know it definitely has it doesn't have the money that League does, like as a comparison, like nowhere close, and. I, I guess that might be there might be a trend there too. You know, these games that don't have a lot of extra money to throw around to have staffing to address, you know, these types of uh like ticket submissions, things like that. You're probably gonna have, you know, possibly a more toxic environment opposed to something that um or a game that can address these things. But um since might as well go to the next MOVAs since we're on the topic of MOVAs. Let's let's go to League. 
And I don't know how League is still so toxic. I really don't. It's the thing, the thing that kills me is I don't know if Smite has this, but League actually has a mute button in the interface. Like when you go into the game, you can just hit tab and you can mute everyone if you want to. There's absolutely no reason where if you chose that, you know, I personally do not want to get involved with any sort of like verbal abuse in chat or anything like that, you could just mute everyone like while the game is like loading. There's like a good and when I say loading, what I mean is before the minions actually spawn, there's like a full like minute plus of you just like chilling there on the map. You could just pull up tab, mute, 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 mute if you want, right? Yeah, yeah. Smite has that too. Yeah. So I I know that's always killed me. And one of my personal gripes with League when I used to play it was they would focus, I feel like, so much on chat bans and just chat type behavior. And it was just mind blowing to me because there's a mute button available. So I don't find it to be like up on a on the same priority as say people that are intentionally feeding or just trolling in the lobby for picks, like you mentioned, you know, things like that that are just, you know, being, I think, much more impactful to the state of the game versus someone just typing something in chat. And I have a question. Yeah, go. Um, and this is again, I like being the person who doesn't play a lot of MOBAs here. If you're in a random lobby, yes, and you're joining a team, how much communication would you say happens with other players in terms of once the actual match starts? Because I don't play MOBAs frequently, but I get the bottom concept of, you know, you have your lanes, you have specific heroes doing specific things, and you have specific counterplays you want to kind of employ. A MOBA needs good communication. Um, how much of that actually happens in a random lobby? <laughs> well... I'll let you go first. All right. <laughs> so, her response says a lot. <laughs> I think people, so League has changed over the years. And as I mentioned, now you can actually queue up with a primary and secondary role. So, your champion pool is going to be very specific to what you actually get assigned. So, it's less. You're doing less of talking about, I guess, building the team composition based off of like what role you're going to be. Maybe you'll have something like, um, maybe there'll be some band suggestions floating around. Maybe if people actually hover, if they actually fucking hover and like suggest maybe what they're going to play, you know, you can build some synergy and maybe based on what people are hovering you could do some bands that would be like the most ideal does that happen 90% of the time probably not but that could happen you know and beyond the lobby once you get into the game there's not a whole lot of actually typing there's a lot of pings like league has you know like this built in ping system where you can do missing or danger or something you can like spam something on the map you know to okay get the attention of your teammates, you know, if they're about to get ganked by the jungler or something like that, it might, um, you know, that that's beneficial. Okay. Does uh, Leak have it? So in Smite, we can actually do um, commands on the keyboard, like VVE is um, on my way, or uh, VVR yeah. is uh, ultimate ready, or enemies incoming left, or so that has, they have that too? Oh yeah, you can, um, it's kind of like a 
it's kind of like a like a circle with a bunch of different pings that you can do so like a radial ping menu yeah and if oh, you cool. yeah if you've got like and they're all key bind or a key bound rather and so it's it's pretty easy to just spam something really quick okay. and you could also click on your abilities um so like you mentioned like the alt ready you can click on any one of your abilities it doesn't have to be the alt and be like oh here's the cooldown of like this ability if it's a long cooldown ability maybe you're like in a skirmish and you don't want to give your teammate the wrong idea it's like no this is definitely on cooldown i can't do anything you know back off that type of deal does that happen i don't you know probably not again but there's an option to do what they want to do so just yeah, have all those called out without verbal yes. communication yes. that's really cool okay yeah because yeah. i was going to say that while muting everyone is certainly an option it could hinder team play but even in i don't play mobas like i said even in shooters when i'm playing online where communication would be amazing with randoms yep. it just doesn't happen anyway well here's the thing <laughs> You can actually choose to mute pings versus chat. So, and smite, so you can separate the whole that. Thing. Mm. If you mute someone, you're you're muting the in-game chat system, which is like the VVE or whatever. And you're also muting their pings. You're muting their oh. chat. You mute it all at one time. There's no uh, picking and choosing. You know they've they've talked about implementing voice chat for League. I don't know if this is a good or bad idea because. If you're going to behave yourself, if, that's a big if, we're talking about, like, arguably the most toxic community that exists in the gaming... Who's arguing? In the gaming world. <laughs> yeah, right, like, right. <laughs> <laughs> So, if you were to behave yourself, it would be beneficial because that's what makes League so infuriating, is the fact, or at least in my opinion, is the fact that you are with four random people and you're just at the mercy of how well your team is actually going to perform individually and how they're going to actually play with you, you know, as a team. Because, like, you could... You, you don't have to have, like, the best game in League to at least make a good team effort and, um, you know, make some good plays mid-late game and actually just work with your team and come out with a W. Like, it's... You don't have to like dominate your lane. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes you just get your ass kicked. You get humbled, and you're like, "Hey, sorry guys. You know, I got wrecked during lane phase, but you know, thanks for not flaming. <laughs> you know, and like, let's just let's just get through the mid game, get to the late game, or whatever." So, it's uh, it's an interesting idea. I don't know how well it's gonna turn out. They might not even actually do it. They were throwing around the idea. I don't think there's a a definitive answer or a you know, for what time or if they're going to do it. So, Mike did that, and um, let's just say that I forgot to mute myself, and I was talking about how someone had a really small PP in chat. Didn't mm. realize that my mic was on. <laughs> oh, oh, that's a fun hot mic. <laughs> that's not the worst thing I've said. <laughs> I I am the toxic player. <laughs> that's but only if you say something about my husband. <laughs> if you say something about me, I don't care, but someone yeah. said something to him one time, and that person has not got back online <sighs> in two years. See, this <sighs> is... Alright, so this is where I got in trouble with League. I didn't typically start the actual chat flaming. I just ended it. It's my problem. Because, and here's the thing. 
what triggers me like what i and i you know what like i'll admit it's like could i be the better person and just mute them and just ignoring it sure i could i could do that probably should i did not have it in me to just ignore it and what i'm specifically referring to is someone that would like run it down just feed their ass off and then have the fucking audacity to actually start blaming other people on the team i could not i could not sit back i had to, the keyboard warrior had to come out and i had to just be like no dude shut the fuck up you know and just go off on this guy and that's what got me in trouble and <laughs> that that's that was it that was like that was my uh that was my kryptonite and i got better like as you know as as seasons went on i was just like all right like i can't be doing that but that was that was my trigger point like i i just could not deal with that but um i, I don't know like sean outside of mobas did you have any sort of issues with like you know just oh. you know chat bans or or verbal abuse in chats or anything like that so i've never really been a super toxic gamer you know i i've been a i was a competitive gamer a lot through college uh won a bunch of halo tournaments soul caliber tournaments and pokemon tournaments weirdly um but i honestly and this is what i feel bad about i feel like the times i've been most toxic was probably towards my friends during halo <laughs> And I tried to keep it not just to people who are bad players on my team. Because people are bad, people are new at the game. But people, like, being really stupid. Like, we're playing Capture the Flag. The objective is to get their flag and bring it to your flag. And their objective is to grab your flag and bring it to their flag. So really, you should only be defending the flag or attacking their flag. So, say we're trying to make a run on the flag. If I'm holding the flag and this guy is driving, and two people are at base defending, where the fuck is everybody else? Um, <laughs> so, I wouldn't get frustrated for bad play, or for bad players, I would try to only get frustrated with, like, why are you doing this, players? We're not playing deathmatch, I don't care if you can get 100 kills with a sniper rifle off in La La Land. Focus on what we're actually doing here right now today. And I, I know I was a little mean during Halo, um, but outside of that, I generally tried to be pretty... I never even tried to be. I, I, I think I was pretty chill. Like, when I went to tournaments, I was never the guy who talked a lot of shit. Because what's funny about video game tournaments, or at least Soul Calibur tournaments, fighting game tournaments in particular, and Halo tournaments, actually, the people that talk the most shit are never the best players. Ever. Yep. I don't mm. know if I ever saw one of those types of people win. Like, even once. Maybe once that I can think of. but. They 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 they're the ones that at best get third place, or yeah. maybe sometimes I'm lucky enough to get that cathartic moment and beat them in the last round. But usually they don't even get there, and I wanted them to. So, oh God, I wanted them to get to the last round, but they never got that far. Um, and you know, like that was a long time ago. Online gaming has changed the face of toxicity so much, like. Getting teabagged in Halo is nothing compared to the stuff that happens now. I mean, there are people getting swatted. <laughs> like, you want to talk about toxic? I, somebody, I does. I don't like what somebody's doing. I'm gonna call the police and send them to their house. Jesus. <laughs> hold that. Hold that thought, Sean. Go ahead. We're gonna do Halo next. Since you brought mm. it up, we'll dive into that. One thing I forgot to bring up, and I think this was actually 
really important because I think I, I have to shit on Riot until they give me my MMO. I have to do it. Until they do it, like, Arcane was their saving grace. I feel like it's funny that a fucking Netflix series was the only good thing <laughs> that, like, Riot Games has produced as of late. But, um, was not, like, too big of a fan of, of their other games that they came out with. But until that MMO comes out, fuck you, Riot. All right. So here's what they, <laughs> here's something that was really stupid that they did. And this is kind of like, I feel like they're kind of just tone deaf to what is actually going on. I feel like they're, whatever team is responsible for handling toxic behavior is right up there with their fucking balancing team. Just trash fucking tier, okay? Because this, this is what they did. They were, they came out one day where they were just flat out like, okay, we are going to disable all chat. And then they reeled back a bit and they're like, okay, hey, just kidding. Because everyone was like all up in arms about it. They were like, oh, we're going to kind of like test this out. Look, dumbasses. It's not the enemy team that is going to be flaming you. It's your own team. That's where it all comes from. Like, I don't give a shit if someone... Like, we're talking about where the line is drawn, right? Let's, like, keep bringing that back in here. Let's uh, keep that, you know, um, in our minds as we're kind of talking. As the Nexus is blowing up, and if the enemy team types in, oh, GG, easy, it's like, okay, whatever, all right? It's some shit talk. Like... If that offends you, you, you aren't ready for the fucking real world. Alright, just brush that off. It's not it's not a big fucking deal. Like, that's fine. But you're going to compare like someone saying, oh, GG easy from like the enemy team as they beat you to some of the shit that goes on in team chat, you know, where people are just like flaming each other nonstop. It's not even comparable at all. You know, so I had to bring that up before we moved on because I thought that was just fucking laughable. Like the fact that they would sooner turn off all chat than actually disable team chat or have some other, you know, viable resolution to that. But anyway, let's move on to Halo. And Sean was fucking badass, or probably is still badass at Halo. I know in college I thought I was good at Halo, and then I ran into Sean, and I was just like, oh, well, let me just fucking reevaluate my life. <laughs> but I've actually really been liking Halo Infinite. I, I have a feeling we're going to do an episode in February that is just going to involve all the fucking games that are coming out in february a complete overload of games like goodbye my life completely like in february <laughs> it's just i'll be overrun so but until then what i have been really enjoying is halo infinite i have not played a real or um i was about to say rts god i wish uh if i have not played a first person shooter in years and i've actually been really into you know trying to reach like a certain tier currently um um plat four and both their queues trying to get the diamond and it's been really fun just kind of like getting that like that motivation to grind a game out you know what i mean like i haven't had that in a, in a long time but um sean brought up the the teabag thing and if we're gonna talk about lines being drawn teabagging is fine teabagging <laughs> has existed since the dawn of first person shooters it's a classic 
it's fine. It's not hurting anyone. You you say teabagging is fine until you're the the woman on the receiving end. <laughs> no, I laugh every time. Even if someone teabags me, I'm still laughing. Like I don't even care. It's all it's all fun. And um, something that was actually funny that uh, Sai had linked me. I want to say it was like maybe a few weeks ago. He was referring to um, another tweet where someone was like, "Why is someone twerking on my dead body?" <laughs> If there, we need to keep the tea bag going for these fucking younger generations, okay? These zoomers that you need to know. <laughs> it is tea bagging, not twerking on your dead body, okay? Get it right, and we're gonna fucking keep doing it, <laughs> and may it live on forever for future generations. I have just, I got so numb to tea bagging so fast. It, it's, I. I I don't even like think about that though. For so many shooters, I guess that really wasn't much of a thing. In Call of Duty, you don't have time to teabag; you'll get blasted. <laughs> like, but Halo had that perfect mix of large levels and uh, higher time to kill, where like you had some time to gloat, you had a second to oh, really fair. get in there. <laughs> you, you think it is isolated to Halo? Maybe not just Halo. I'm sure. Or, or similar games where you're not like dead in one shot. Yeah, because you know. <laughs> People will always find time to taunt or gloat or do something silly in these games, especially people who are really good. But the average player in a really fast time to kill game doesn't have time for that. You'll get murdered on the spot. But in Halo, you know, you've got your force field. You've got you've got a couple moments where you can, you know, really rub it in someone's face, literally and figuratively. <laughs> there, I don't do it. I don't do it often. But there was one time already this season it wasn't in ranked of course it was just in like quick play where i went i went for the team bag and then someone just fucking annihilated <laughs> <laughs> just fucking destroyed me and i i regret nothing i i left my ass off either way so it's good it's all in good fun i'd say that one is okay i think the last time i actively got involved in like using in-game taunts after a kill Nobody remembers this game. It came out at the same time as Overwatch and got crushed. Uh, Battleborn, the one that mixed like MOBA and first-person shooter. Oh, no, I remember yeah. that one. By Gearbox. Yeah. I loved that game. Yeah. I actually liked it more than Overwatch. But that game had my favorite thing. When you killed someone, you had a few seconds to do a taunt, your character's oh, taunt. And they would go. have to actually sit the camera. It wouldn't just be like they can see you do it. It would go into like a full dynamic animation with a hero shot that would rise up or like go into an overhead pose, depending on what your character did. Like they had to watch that. They had to watch you. <laughs> like, hey, yeah. I just fucked you up. I love that. And I wish Random... more games would do something like that. <laughs> Random tangent. Did they. Did they have a problem with um, microtransactions in that game? Yes. Well, yes. Um, the reason so why I remember that game <laughs> was because it made like my like top list of games of all time, I think, that had some serious issues with microtransactions. It's but a it's shame. a shame because people, like you said, people really liked the, the concept of the game. And it had a, had a good feel. But mm -hmm. You didn't notice it at first because yep. you had the game... And you leveled up every round, and you you had to pick between what you every level you could choose an upgrade between one upgrade one or upgrade two that would change your abilities a little bit. And it didn't seem like there was anything wrong with the balance. There were items you can hold that would buff, buff your stats on your character. When the game first launched, it didn't feel that significant. And then as the game went on, you came to realize these items could make a big deal. Like, you could have your whole team laying into a character, and they're just not dying, and what's going on? And it's because 
the game had these items. Which, yes, you could grind out and unlock in-game, but they took forever, and it was loot box system, so it was randomized. So you could grind forever, or you could pay a lot of money. And, man, stuff like that just doesn't go well. Well, it goes well for huge, huge, huge releases. Free-to-play releases, but Battleborn didn't go free-to-play until it was basically already dead. Hmm. Before we move on to another game where we kind of pull some more examples out, do you, do either of you have any ideas on what companies could actually do to prevent some of the things we've been talking about? And some, it's kind of tricky as much as we hate it. I, I can't think of anything unless you're just like banning the account entirely. Or if they if they jump on a Smurf or something. By the way, like I hate Smurf accounts. I fucking hate them. Like I don't, I, I don't understand. You know, if you want to practice, like you should just still be practicing at someone that's the same level as you. Like I don't think you're getting a realistic practice run at someone that is so far under your skill level that you, like whether it's a new champ or not. You know what I'm saying? Like. That's my own personal opinion, but I do think Smurfs are a problem. And now that I'm talking about it, let me bring up why. I feel like, especially in League, there's some tiers where there are a lot of Smurf accounts that just hang around these individual tiers. It's tough enough to get out of them in the event that your heart's stuck or maybe your teammates just keep sucking. But then you've got these Smurfs that come in and just completely like... 1v5 your fucking team like that's how good they are you have like no shot you know whatsoever and that's one of two ways you can get fucked in this situation the other one is they're actually on your team and maybe they just like they start feeding on a new champ and they're like all right guys well whatever i don't give a shit anymore right and then you're like what the fuck man like just try he's like no it's just a smurf account i don't give a shit i've had that happen before too where you know, it, it's just handing you a free loss either way on both sides of the coin. So I think it's an issue. I don't know how to stop it unless you have some sort of technology that like legit knows your IP address of like the device you're playing on or something of that nature. But you now know? everybody has a VPN, so. <laughs> right. And that's, it's probably easily worked around if you really wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. VPNs are, are common nowadays, they're cheap, you know. So perhaps, you know, it's more of a struggle than, than we give the companies credit for. Maybe it's not like an easy solution, but I, the only thing I would like them to focus more on is maybe just focus more on the feeding and like all these other things that I think are much more important than just like chat shit. That's solved by the mute button that's in the built-in fucking interface. Like, it should not be your priority. And, you know, if someone does say racial slurs or something like that in chat, by all means, just fucking ban them. Like, there's no... I don't see... You know, I, I don't think they should be given any leeway for that. Like, if someone has... If someone is okay for just, like, letting it fly out there, you know, that type of shit, give them, like, one chat ban. If it's something that bad and they do it again, just fucking ban them. Like, mm -hmm. just straight out, man. There's no excuse for that. Like, there's no... If someone came back and was like, oh, 
you know, I got banned, Riot banned me because, you know, I freaking threw down the N-word, you know, <laughs> in multiple occasions. Everyone's going to be like, go fuck yourself, dude. Like, no one cares. Bring that shit elsewhere. Like, it's, that's 100% ban worthy, you know? And I think that's part of the issue is that it's easy to do chat bans and it's because it's, it's right there. It's so cut and dry. That person used a slur or something really, really awful, really bigoted. We have a record of it. It's right there. It's done. You don't even really need, you don't need a person to review that. A, a chat bot can pretty easily go in, especially if it's a uh, typed language, just go in and look at it. Yep. Bye. And no one mm -hmm. has to review it. And then it's up to the person, the onus is on the person to then appeal it. With something like feeding, that's much more complicated, right? Because yep. who's to say that person doesn't just suck? <laughs> and they're not trying. Obviously, you can tell, and you can tell, and even me not having too much mobile experience, I can tell. But a person has to go in and check it. And with a game like League of Legends or even Smite, they're free to play games with hundreds of thousands, if not millions of players. And the instances of these things are... How, how many games did you say somebody's feeding or doing some other in-game kind of every fucking behavior? Yeah. A lot of time I quit, that's what it felt like. It honestly felt like that. I, yeah. like, I could go into like 10 games straight and I'd exactly. be like... I'm like, I'm going to not tilt. I'm just going to like go on to the next game. It'd be like feed after feed after feed after feed. And the thing Ooh. is, yeah, so it, it's, and to answer your question though, um, if you go into a normal game, normal, non-ranked, mm -hmm. and you, you're, you're sucking it up, that's fine. It's normal. Like, but if you go into ranked and do that, where people are trying to climb, they're trying to be competitive, and you just, for whatever reason, want to go on some champ, you don't even know how to fucking play just because you just want to. And then you're like fucking 0 and 12. That's bullshit. Like, don't do that. And there is, and what I find interesting, because I've been around since um, at the end of season one, early season two, there used to be like something for report, a reported offense for unskilled. That used to actually be a fucking checkbox. <laughs> <laughs> in their report it is no longer there because like you mentioned uh, you know someone could be like oh i'm just having a bad game it's like no no dude i have bad games i don't go on 12 like that's <laughs> there there's a line there too you know what i'm saying like you could be having a bad game absolutely and you could just you don't even have to have a bad game and get your ass beat in lane or something but it's the fact that like when you when that happens then you should have the mindset like okay let me play a little more conservative let me try and stop feeding. Let me, you know, not keep feeding a death every fucking minute. You know, there's, there's a line there too. I think, but like you said, you could be well staffed and not even have still enough staff to yes. handle the amount of players. 100% agree. I think, I think that's a Someone little more like, complicated. Yeah. And I'm not saying they can't do better. A company like Riot almost certainly has the resources to do better. Blizzard almost certainly has the resources to do better. She mentioned the developer of Smite earlier. I have no idea who that is. <laughs> What'd you say? Little Red Ball? Hi-Rez. Hi-Rez, sure. Well, and they've got, they've got games like Overwatch. They've got Paladins, which is a free-to-play... There you go. Um, you know, oh, that's them, too? Happy. Yeah, that's them, okay. too. Okay, that's the same company. I did not know that. So, yeah, yeah someone <laughs> like them who, you know, they're making good money, but probably don't have the resources to keep track of the number of games and 
like I said, those have to be very carefully reviewed. Probably have to review that multiple times. Like, is this person feeding? Is this well, person really just throwing it away? I don't know. In mm. Smite, and I don't know if... I, it's been like three years since I've played League, but in Smite, if somebody does something that is worth reporting, it actually comes up in the um, like the scoreboard menu at the end, and it'll flash an exclamation point next to their name, and it'll come across both teams, and it'll say, this person may have done something worth reporting. Um, mm. So... Like, we had an Al Kwong that was on our team, I guess, two weeks ago, who went 0-30. 0-30! Oh, yeah, that's an easy one. That's excusable. <laughs> that's an easy call. <laughs> Are you stupid, dude? <laughs> like, did that's your dog you trying to set the record. Yeah. That's you that trying point, to set the feed record. At that my point, you might just hang out in base. Like, don't do anything. <laughs> like, my dog taking a shit would play better than that guy played. Like, mm, yeah, dude! Sorry, I'm being toxic. <laughs> but well, like... <sighs> these people are ruining the experience of others. And the more these games that come out, uh, not just mobiles, we pick on League a lot, but when you have a game that's first very co-op oriented, um, you have games that have these long lives where the meta is going to be really tight New players aren't going to know what they're doing. Older players are going to get bored and try new things. All these things are going to happen, and it's just going to keep getting worse as this kind of game meta develops, where it's like, you don't just have a game for three years and then it's fine. Because at day zero, day one, everybody's at about the same skill level. So every time a new big game comes out, you know, everybody's about the same. Some people are naturally better than others, but for the most part, it's the same. But then you have a game like League. How long has League of Legends been popular at this point? Well, the meta constantly changes, too, in League. Yeah, the meta changes like every, a lot, I feel too. like every season, the meta switches up in some, but then in some shape or form. That's true. But then you have returning players. Say, I played League four years ago. I stopped playing. Mm. I come back now, and I fucking suck, because the meta doesn't even look the same anymore. Am I worthy of reporting? It's tough. It's a gray I, area. I don't <laughs> think... So, I think the meta is... The meta is somewhat important, but I still think that if you really love a champion and you can play it well, it doesn't matter. Like it, you know what I mean? Like there's no way you'd be reported for not like having like a quote unquote meta pick, you know, it's, mm -hmm. or at least in my opinion, like there, that doesn't happen. You know, as long as you're picking like your appropriate role and everything, even if it's a champion that not a lot of people play. I mean, I have seen some phenomenal players pick just these basement-dwelling champions <laughs> that no one fucking plays, and they are like a... They're just a god on this champion, and they are and they flex that shit, and you're like, hey, you do you, man. Like, you keep doing you. <laughs> and there are some people you can see who are it. really good at that kind of thing. Yeah. I yeah. remember when I played, when I was really, when I was playing Soul Calibur a lot, I would get to a point where I'd play the worst characters and put money down on the table and be like first person who can beat me in the student life building first person who can beat me gets ten dollars gets twenty dollars just to see how far i could go with this garbage tier character because it was fun for me but that only affected me because fighting games are one-on-one -on -one. well you know some fighting games are one-on-one right, -on -one. right um i yeah when you're playing with a team though you do want to put forth more of an effort because it does affect other people it's it's tricky there just are a lot of trolls online and they do need to be 
dealt with, but I don't know how much I can blame the companies for that behavior besides yeah. just throwing out hard bans. But then the problem is we're talking about free-to-play games. Yeah, well, I'm going to... They, they can have as many characters as they have email addresses, you know? As far as PC goes, you know, on PlayStation Network or Xbox, you can, bland, you can ban their entire account, and then they can't do that. But for PC games... Gmail's free. I'll make a yeah. thousand of them. You'll never yeah, ban yeah. me. Not forever. <laughs> and part of the problem is because they are free to play, you're getting children in here too. And kids want to run their damn mouth and don't know how quickly somebody's going to drop the hammer on them. So you have these kids who are behind their screen and being little troll ankle biters and saying stupid shit that they don't realize, first of all, can be hurtful, but also can get their account banned. Mm-hmm. So, listen, it kids, was, get off the game. Stop playing Smite. Stop playing League. Go play yeah. Fortnite. Go. <laughs> <laughs> there was an interesting comment you made, Sean, and this has probably been my last comment on League. The there, um, you you had mentioned the kind of chat bot where it's easy to ban someone or flag someone for something offensive. One of the major things I had with league as well because and i have this actually on my account like i kind of joked about how how i wish i could like read off some of the shit i said in prior chat bands because like i definitely deserve some of them like i kind of went off a little too a little too hard not not proud of it it happened it would have been entertaining if they actually had it there i really wanted to read them off but i don't have them um but one thing there the one that i do have that actually had my full chat history because they pasted it in because I disputed a chat ban. I was like, hold up. And the, the long story short is there was a tri-queue of players. And they were just running it the fuck down. Like doing stupid shit. And I, to this day, I will swear I did nothing. And I have the chat log to prove it. I was just like, I just asked them like, why are you guys feeding? Like, stop feeding. Like, I see what you're doing. You're just doing, like, just stop. Like, let's just have a good game. Just stop feeding. And they were like, they're like, hey, man, shut up because we're a tri-Q. And if we actually report you, that's going to be an instant chat ban. And I was so confident, so confident in the system that I was just like, go ahead, man. I didn't do anything wrong. I was just asking why you weren't feeding or why you were feeding. And right after the game, immediate chat ban. And so I submitted a ticket to write. I was like, you need to explain to me why I just got banned for this shit. Because I did not swear. I did not say anything vulgar. I merely asked these kids why they were running it down. That's all I did. And then they basically pointed out something in your system that is fucked up that they exploited. And the response I got was complete bullshit. 100% bullshit. It was like... They were like, oh, you didn't swear, but you berated them. Berated is a, it's kind of like a hostile word for, um, uh, lecture, maybe. It's a very, like, yeah. hostile sounding word, berated. Like, it sounds, like, aggressive. But, yeah. you, know, you know what I mean? Like, and I think they chose that word specifically. It's like, no, dude, I was just asking why they were running it down. And... They were like, oh, the chat or the, the system is way more complex than that. It's going to take more than three people to just report you. Bullshit. They've done this before. They've fucking called this shit out. 
They literally called it out saying, hey, if we uh, if a tri players report one person, your ass is getting banned. Doesn't matter if you fucking did anything wrong or not, right? Uh, to this day, I can log into my account and pull this shit up. I 100% innocent. 100% innocent in this regard. And that was like, that was the point where I really started getting pissed off with the game. Because I was like, if this is what it takes, you know, just to immediately get a fucking ban for absolutely no reason, where it's like, I'm basically going to be potentially fucked out of like end of season rewards or whatever, you know, like, it's fucked up. Especially if I'm legitimately not doing anything wrong, you know what I mean? So that was like the one situation where I had a major problem with. So I agree that you could easily flag vulgar language, things like that. But your system, whatever the system is that tries to interpret these things, might not be the best if this is the type of shit that's happening. You oh, know what no, I mean? They almost never are. Every company, like I said, you need to get people in to review these situations if you want both. If you want, if you want trolls to be banned and feeders to be banned, and if you want all these other things to happen, people have to be put into the equation. But people are expensive. <laughs> Even mm -hmm. if you pay a whole bunch of people minimum wage, that's something the company has to pay, as opposed to just hiring a team of programmers to make an algorithm once, and then maybe they have to review it every so often, but it's still a lot cheaper than having somebody or a group of people review hundreds upon hundreds upon thousands of things. And even that, actually, interestingly, could leave you legally liable. There was, just this week, a woman who is a TikTok moderator and is now suing TikTok, um, alleging two different things. The first one, well, I'll go with the second one. The second one first, because this is the one I agree with, is that the working conditions are apparently terrible. They're expected to watch like three, four videos at a time or more and moderate all of them at the same time for content and they don't get Ooh. breaks and it's like insane. It's basically like a weird digital sweatshop. But the first mm -hmm. thing she alleged, which I don't necessarily agree with because this is kind of the job, is um that she is traumatized by the stuff she's being asked to moderate. So she's suing them because her job isn't quite what she expected in terms of the things that get uploaded to TikTok. But it's her job to filter those things out for the greater public, you know? So on top of having to pay these people, now these companies are going to be looking at, well, if I have somebody moderate us, are they or moderate for us, are they going to sue us for having to see the N-word 20 times in a day? Like, where, what do we do? So companies are going to try to do whatever they can to not have to hire people. I know YouTube got in trouble because they're always doing the LGBT, it's Pride Month, we're great, we love people. And then, like, a million creators across YouTube, a lot of LGBTQ creators came out and like, hey, so if I use certain words related to being gay or trans or lesbian in my, in my video title, it gets demonetized automatically. And YouTube came out and said, no, that's not what happened. But these creators mm -hmm. did hour-long videos of them showing the same video, different title. And, you know, Facebook yep. is always getting in algorithm trouble. So a lot of these companies well, should be hiring more people, but they're not going to try until they absolutely have to. They're just never yeah. going to They're never gonna well, do it. Well, because all these algorithms, they don't understand things like satire and exactly. things like that. You know what I mean? It's, you mm -hmm. can't have, if you're going to create something like that, it has to be definitive. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, one of the things that I could possibly think of is maybe doing it by the numbers. 
like if we're talking about a game, it doesn't have to be a MOBA. It could be a first-person shooter. Like, look at your KDA, right? And if something is so extreme, where it would have to be someone is just like purposefully running it down and just feeding, and it happens like I don't know, two, three games straight, maybe it gets flagged. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is just numbers and repetition. Like that's all it is. It's not taking into account of anything else. It's like maybe that's maybe that's something, but. It's, um, I think there's something to be said for, because, you know, there's always the off chance that someone really is just that bad at a game. But I think what might be an interesting solution to something like that is creating a very low tier queue or a troll or feeder queue. Maybe don't even tell people they're in it. Where <laughs> it's like, hey, if your kill death ratio is consistently or just way too frequently zero and 30 or whatever the case is, we're just going to put you in these games with people just like you. Well, here's the thing. But we're talking, as I mentioned earlier, though, it's, you know, there's ranked and then there's unranked. I don't care what goes on in unranked. I don't care. I don't go, I don't care if you go 0 and 50 in unranked. But when you're in ranked play and you're interfering with my competitive nature where I'm trying to grind and, and climb and you run it the fuck down on purpose, even, now, like that's a big deal. Here's yeah. a question as far as league is concerned can your rank drop? Oh yes, yeah. It's just like any any other. Well, I don't want to say any other because I don't I don't want to cause like a, know, well, a stereotype. But like I mean, I know it, if you keep losing in Halo, even you're going to you're going to drop rank. Same thing with League. You keep losing, you're going to drop rank. But the game itself tries, and, and well, this might be like a topic by itself. You do your placement matches, right? And depending on like. How well you do the system tries to like place you accordingly i think halo infinite did a good job of placing me because i sucked at the fucking game when i first picked <laughs> it up i was placed in gold i deserved to be gold 100 percent. and then i greatly improved the more i played the game and i think i grinded myself you know up to like plat four at this point so it depends i don't know how other games like how well they place you but i think it tries. I think it does a decent job at placing you where you should be. And then if you don't deserve to be there, if you're that good, you should be able to get yourself out. So, you know, I don't I don't agree with maybe the statement of saying like, oh, well, someone's at this level of skill and you know, they're going to get flamed for going like 0-20 because that's like a normal day for them. Like, no one just happens to be like Two divisions up or something no you know, one from in where the platinum tier is gonna be just oh and 20 like it's just not a thing that's gonna happen right right yeah exactly yeah. no that's fair because even i've had really bad matches and like that i don't like all of duty consistently but i usually have a friend who will get me into one every f- three or four years and like i'm decent at it but i'll have really bad games but in those games i'll basically just dial myself back and almost stop playing just so I'm not feeding kills anymore rather than just charging out to die over and over and over and over and, and that's over. the thing these people don't understand you've already died this many times and it's five minutes into the game chill back stay back snipe right. if you need to if you're playing Call of Duty if you're playing Smiter League just manage the minions manage, manage the minion wave that's all you gotta do yeah. everybody else will carry you I would rather carry somebody then lose by default from you being a sucky player. Mm-hmm. 
See if you got anything else, because I feel like I was like I was like riding my fucking hate train like full blast, and I I kept like saying like my peripheral like you're trying to say something. No, no, no. But no one could stop my hate train. I was just going full fucking full <laughs> like, speed. And, and smite like because we don't play we don't play ranked. People are too fucking toxic for that in that game. Um, but they their matching system sucks. So because I play with my husband, we're considered a pre made, mm. and they'll put us against pre-maids that are full five-man pre-maids they are on comms they are communicating and they've all got 30 stars around their name like each of them is like 10 with 30 stars which means that they've done like my my highest is nuwa and i've got four stars on her (laughs) like and i play her every day consistently um i can like i can full to zero a tank in in no problem no problem but they'll put us against these people, and we get freaking, we get Elmer Fudd over here, like, which way did they go? And I'm like, oh, please stay in base. Please. Please. <laughs> like, you get, we get the new people on our team, and they get, like, the full five-man premium. <laughs> You're going against the extra sweaty yeah. We're going, team. They're, like, they're so try-hard. They're, like, yep. it's like they're practicing on, 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 like, they're ranked players practicing against non-ranked players. Is the stupidest shit in the world. That one story you told me in another episode about even Animal Crossing. I was so mind blown by this. I was don't, just don't like, step on the fucking flowers. Yeah. They don't even die. They don't die. The petals fall off and they stay there. It's not like the old games. You run through the flowers and the flowers fucking die, and then you have to fucking go and buy new ones. No, people are. They get mad at you. If you if you shake their trees or pick up their flowers or run through their flowers, it's okay. It grows back in 24 hours. It's okay. I know you time traveled. This can be fixed easily. What was that insane example, though, of someone that, like, got their, like, like tag or something? Yeah, somebody docked yeah. the player. for. Um, they came to their island, ran through their flowers, and then I guess they bought something. They did something. And... They 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 doxed this person. This person got so much hate for running through some fucking flowers, and I'm like, it's a game for kids. It's not even a competitive <laughs> game. It's not right. competitive. The most competitive it gets is trying to get a five star island. Like, there's no lost state. There's no. It's just. Well, <sighs> you don't even really die. Like. Hmm. Is there a deeper problem with the gaming community? Is that it? Uh, I have things to say about that, but I can't say it on here. <laughs> you can't? <laughs> no. Everything is labeled explicit here. <laughs> Everything is very good. <laughs> you know, because so far, we've talked a lot about, you know, competitive, we'll say cooperative competitive games, where they're competitive, but you have to cooperate with your team. And that's almost a natural... I feel like that's going to breed competition, especially when you're dealing with strangers. Like I said, I used to get upset with my friends. So mm. if I'm dealing with a bunch of strangers and the rank really means something to me, yeah, it's it's almost bred in toxicity. But, you know, that's not the only time toxicity in gaming happens. You know, we're in an age where using Reddit, gamers can communicate with developers directly, and that's largely used for death threats. <laughs> um, and Lego's not death. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
I threaten Legos, not death. There you go. Legos Maybe are worse than death. A thousand Legos. Maybe <laughs> forever step on Legos. <laughs> Five miles barefoot on Legos. <laughs> Legos oh. with hot glue. <laughs> And no, I mean it's it's such a it's a cozy community, and you, you're like in it because you're trying to get away from the stresses of of the world. But then, heaven forbid, you do something that pisses somebody off. And I think that because of when this new iteration of the game came out, it came out in 2020. Um, people were already so agitated with the state of the world, with the virus, with the elect upcoming election. Um, you know, racial tensions started getting higher during that year than we have seen in forever. Well, not forever, but in our generation, we grew up, I mean, platonic, like everybody was good. You love everybody. We all look the same when we're dead. It's, it's fine. I think so we crimes encountered like a record spike around like 2018 and it didn't get better. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just gotten worse. And, you know, I think all of that may have cum cumulatively been on people's minds and it just it's it's like it's like um what is it what is it um like a wildfire waiting to happen one match and everything just so you know it, it's the same thing with these kids that that bully and mobas you don't know what's going on in their life that they feel like they have to be that toxic person um and it's the same with cozy games they may have had someone who passed away from from covid or you know, maybe their Karen neighbor brings her dog over to piss on their flowers in real life, and you running through their flowers in the game is just like the straw that broke the camel's yeah. back. It doesn't make it better. But, like, I don't know. I try to be very optimistic and try to see things from both perspectives, but it, it does, like, it's a cozy game. Chill, guys. Chill. It's, it's okay. <laughs> I promise. I, I appreciate your optimism. I... I have less of it personally. I well, for, it's know. only when I'm not playing Smite. With, with Smite, I I'm surprised I'm not in jail. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for me, it's always been, especially with video games. Um, I never even I I never even understood like the throwing controller level of anger. Like I I get irritated at a game. I take a breath. I stop playing, and I just back away and go do something else. Maybe I play another game. Maybe I drink too, some but tea. But then I aim my uh, <sighs> controller at my husband's head and throw it. Yeah, that. <laughs> there so might have been I... one time in college where I spiked the controller. <laughs> I just like, go on, and I just spiked that shit. I don't know even what it was. Oh, I almost but broke my time. hand last night. I was so mad at my team. I just was so angry. because I've been like not sleeping, so I'm already like super stressed and then trying to learn this new rigging program and, and stream anniversary coming up and everything. I'm so stressed. I was like, what the fuck is wrong with you? And like <laughs> the side of my hand was like swollen. I'm like, I might need to go to the hospital. Oh God. <laughs> it was that or break the monitor. It was that or break the monitor. I almost broke the monitor. <laughs> I have bad anger issues. Me, me and my husband, we don't fight. We don't fight about anything. You set us down to play Smite. It's it's on. It, it's <laughs> it's on. We when we lived back in uh, in the apartment back in NC, we um, it was a little two bedroom apartment. So our gaming setup was in our closet. Wow. So we're in like a five foot space, like back to back, and we're playing this fucking game. And he says something about why isn't anybody helping me? Get the fuck out here, you noobs! And I I thought he was saying it to me. 
So I grabbed my mouse and I turned around and I chucked it at the wall by his head. And he's like, did you just, did you just fucking throw the mouse at me? Yes. You were, you almost hit my head. I said, almost. I aimed at the wall. If I wanted to hit your fucking head, I would have. <laughs> we had to have a, a little sit down after that. Yeah. <laughs> Good I don't, I don't ever get mad at him, but that game brings out the worst in me. Sean, you had um, flex your shirt. You showed me before it got started. The game that you said that had a lot of uh, problems. Oh, this is. She actually just brought it up with Iron Bowl. This is a Grey Warden logo from Dragon Age. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Where the fuck okay, is going right? out with Dragon Age, Sean? Let's, let's hear it, man. So, Dragon Age has had a couple different things, but the one I was focused on the most, because everybody hates Dragon Age 2, and much like with Resident Evil 5, Dragon Age 2, I don't know if I'd say it's my favorite, but I do really like Dragon Age 2. One of the big controversies with Dragon Age 2, however, was their changing of a character that was in Dragon Age, Dragon Age 1's expansion. Um, there's a character named Anders who uh, vaguely playfully misogynistic but really sensitive soul. He you can give him a pet cat. And there's another character named Justice. He was like a spirit. He was like a spirit, and he was the embodiment of justice. So Anders is like a fun-loving, playful comic relief kind of character. Justice is a stalwart, really heroic kind of character. In Dragon Age 2, they bring both characters back, but in a weird way, where Anders has been possessed by Justice, and... Spoilers. Sorry. <laughs> Spoilers for Dragon Age 2, which came out, like, 15 or 16 years ago. Those <laughs> yeah. that haven't played it. Um, it's new as you lose. Sorry. Um, but essentially, they changed both characters, like, J Anders is possessed by Justice, and the character didn't feel like either of them. Uh, long story short, without going into too many spoilers, they're just a really dour, kind of shitty, ultimately mass murder as, as the game ends. They, the big turn of the game is that person, Anders, kills a bunch of people um, in a I way that didn't, that. Yeah, didn't feel like the character at all. The person who got assigned the blame for all this was one of the writers named Jennifer Hepler. Um, I, let me be clear. I think this was incredibly bad writing. Um, I think Anders sucked as a character. I feel like if they wanted to have a character that did that kind of thing, they should have just invented their own character because it was really bad characterization. Nothing about this character felt like it was the same person between the two games. So I agree with the overall criticism that was bad. But <laughs> there's a team of writers that was responsible for this. And so this overweight woman was just caught the brunt of the death threats, the harassment, the rape threats. People doxed her. Her family was getting threatened. It was insane. And I just feel like when we're talking about toxicity within the gaming community, obviously the half of that that we see the most is going to be when we're playing games, the ones we level towards each other and our teams but I feel like increasingly more and more we get to see it with developers or levity at developers and writers and people who work on the games, especially, and that was in 2006 or whatever. Now, you know, the avenues of communication are open and mm -hmm. we see things like Laura Bailey getting death threats for Last of Us Part Two because she voiced a character who killed another character. I will lay off on spoilers about that one. <laughs> I'm about to play that one. So. <laughs> yes. 
but she's the voice actress for a character who killed another character, and she got messages people like couldn't make that break. Um, like she was the person who killed old boy, and it was like it's it's incredible, and it's hard for me to exactly lay that one at the feet of gaming because I know the little kid who played Joffrey in Game of Thrones had similar things happen to him. He stopped acting, yeah, because of yeah. that shit. That's a fucking tragedy. Yeah, if a lot you of child actors do it, that. Yeah. You you look at even like something as small as Steam comments. If you buy a lot of games on Steam, there's people that will like completely shit on the devs of games, and it's like, mm-hmm. look, here's the thing, man. If you don't like a game, don't fucking play it. Yeah, that's it. If you don't like a game, don't fucking play it. If you if you're pissed off that you invested the money, I mean, hey, you chose to do that. Like you've seen the trailers, like you made your own personal judgment, and you bought the game. That's it. Put what it boils down to, I think, my big takeaway without going on some like huge tangent. Constructive criticism. Use it. Agreed. Be constructive with your criticism. If you didn't enjoy a game, explain to them why you didn't enjoy the game so then they can maybe improve upon the game. Don't do it. If you're doing death threats on over the internet, seek help now. I'm telling you that right now. Okay. I'm not a psychiatrist, I but I don't need to be. Go seek help. Go put yourself in a fucking better place because you don't need to be death threatening anyone over the internet for anything, okay? Mm-hmm. Let alone a fucking game. So let's do constructive criticism if we're going to do any sort of comment on a game. Let the devs know what they could do better. We talk about, you know, a big theme of this episode is where the line is drawn. Obviously, that's something that's crossing the line. Even outside of the developer side of things, you have critics. Uh, you know, you have high-profile games. The one that comes out to me, every time a Zelda game comes out, I, like, look for it. Who's going to be the first person to give this Zelda game a review that's below a 9? And what happens to them? Because it's always a joy to see. And by joy, I mean literal fucking nightmare. You um, your popcorn, you sit back and you <laughs> watch it go up. Even if it's not death threats, I think it was Jim Sterling. They got a, a DDoS attack on their website because they gave Breath of the Wild, I think, a 7. Which, to me, is a good game, and I would give Breath of the Wild the same rating because it was a good game. I would give some of my favorite games of all times either a 7 or an 8. Because I can really love something and understand that it's flawed. But this is almost every Zelda game that comes out. The first reviewer to give it less than a 9 is just going to get burned to the ground. It is ridiculous to watch. And it's weird, because this is a series that really only goes through great changes every, like, three or four iterations. And when somebody points out, like, didn't I play this Zelda game already? This kind of plays like the same Like, how does that manifest? Is it just, like, a rabid fan base? Because, like... Going back to the example with Tifa, we were just like, I forget what episode that was, but we were just like trucking along, and then she's just like, Animal Crossing is really toxic. I was like, wait, what the fuck? What? How is that even possible? (laughs) My mind was blown in that instance. I was like, how the fuck? This is a happy game. (laughs) (laughs) This is a place you go for happiness. How how is this community toxic? Completely mind-blowing. And same thing, Zelda. 
childhood classic that is now continuing on for other generations. How is this possible? Part of it is because these games have been with us for so long. I mean, you've got multiple generations playing now. Like, my dad played, I played, my daughter plays. And I think that the fans expect what they're used to. I think they, they expect that original feeling. And it doesn't matter which one you're playing. If the next one isn't what you wanted, that's where we get these rabid fans at. It's, I don't know, because I can never, I, I guess I have a hard time understanding why what some critics says matters to you that much. Like, hmm. I like a lot of games that other people just straight up don't love very much. Um, Outriders yep. came out earlier this year. Um, I really like Outriders. I loved it, and then I hated it for a while, and then they fixed a bunch of stuff, and I love it again. People level tons of criticisms about that game, and most of them are right, but I can still enjoy the game. <laughs> I'm not going to get upset at someone else for pointing out those things and say, hey, this is why I didn't enjoy this game. Like, okay. Cool. That one notably, I was actually thinking about picking up. Yeah, I was, like, I, oh, right. oh, I was like, "Oh, this game looks cool," but then like all oh, the reviews and stuff kind of shut it down for me. But <laughs> but, not, but not to say that you can't still enjoy the game. It exactly. could be same thing goes with even like movies. Like critics are going to be harsh as hell sometimes. You know, if they're like actual critics, it's there's plenty of movies that got fucking shit reviews from critics that I enjoyed. You know, same thing yeah. goes with games. Like you could still enjoy it. John Carpenter, notoriously, tons of his movies are critically slammed, but he has just cult classic after cult classic after. The Thing from 1982 is one of the greatest horror movies of all time, almost universally considered to be so. When it released, it was thrown in the trash. And with Outriders, it's... I might have been a little toxic on that one. I So I was active on that community, and like I liked the game from the start. And then you get to the end game, and it had a lot of problems. And so I went on Reddit and I did this, I made a big post and like it got traction. That comment ended up being a huge thing. The developer responded four times. It was in like Forbes. Oh, like, Sean, you're fucking famous. Why didn't you no, know? That you got <laughs> but that's the thing. <laughs> you made it to Forbes. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> the website, not the magazine. Let's, it's, uh, it's not that big. It's on the deal. fucking front page of Forbes. <laughs> it's just one person <laughs> quoted it in an article. But like people take those things and like while I stand by all of my criticisms, some of the things other people said were just so horrible and I almost felt bad for it. And I was just like, whoa, 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 whoa. Like, I'm not a simp for this game. You can see that I love this whole two-page criticism. But can we not threaten the developers or insult them for taking a vacation? <laughs> the guy read the first two sentences and just you you started a fire of this. yeah <laughs> the community manager like ended up taking a vacation or taking some time off because things were getting rough and people were like it's like hey leave the man alone <laughs> <laughs> so to your point earlier about constructive criticism i do think that's definitely valid and definitely important because like i said right now the game is in a great place almost every problem i had with it previously has been fixed the drop rates are amazing the end game is fun Recommend Outriders if you can get it for $30 or less, do it. Um, but I just, I wonder if there's something we can do as a community, maybe increased policing, increased calling out of that kind of behavior, just be like, hey, whoa, whether or not I agree with your overall point, like this thing that you're doing, this harassment, this, all this 
death threats, all that stuff. Not even just death threats. A dedicated denial of service attack, the doxing, all that stuff. Like, chill. Like, yeah. Yeah. That's it's uh, completely unacceptable. You have to draw a line somewhere and you have to make a stance. And the big takeaway as we're talking about all these things with critics or not even critics, just people commenting on whatever it is. It could be Steam, it could be a forum, whatever. Toxicity flows into those realms as well. And you just have to be at the end of the day a good human being. Okay. Like, you know, if we're talking about death threats or, or racial slurs or anything like that, that's like an extreme, you know? And I feel like if we're going to police these things, my first thought is just be aggressive with them. It's like, look, man, lay it out in your fucking policy. Like, whatever it is on the forum, whatever it is, like, hey, if you say this, this, or this, that's it, man. You're going to get kicked, whatever it is. Like, because there's no, there's no room for that. There's no excuse. Like, there's no reason why we should just like have this on display and just accept it in our society that's my opinion to kind of mold it into what this what this episode is about toxicity expands beyond the game you know it's it doesn't have to be just in game it could be elsewhere so as a community i think we should all hold ourselves responsible for for things like that you know these uh these developers and everything else they they try to give us games that we enjoy. We gotta, we gotta be our best self in providing, you know, construct constructive criticism, and you know, just being positive to get what we want out of games and uh, in future games. But uh, you guys got I, anything? I guess I just want to leave a final note, kind of like that. It's like, hey, you play games because you want to be entertained. That's why we're all playing games. So the minute you stop being entertained, put it down. Go do something else. Don't spread your disdain. Don't spread your anger. All your negative feelings, take it away. Because ultimately that will lead to you no longer enjoying the game, and it will lead you to cause others to no longer enjoy the game. And nobody wins. Remember why you're playing. You're playing to enjoy yourself. Do that, and the minute you're not, stop. Just stop. It's as simple as that. Good. If you got anything, give us something sexy to close out. Uh, no stop pressure. Gating, stop gatekeeping the community. If you wouldn't say something to your boyfriend's mother or your girlfriend's mother, don't freaking say it. Be a good human. Everyone's going through something. Just be kind. Just be fucking kind. The most truest of words. Be better as a person. I myself, you know, as someone that sometimes struggles with being key being a keyboard warrior in Halo, I've got all comms turned off. No mic, no chat. Everyone in my household knows I'm fucking raging when I do, but no one else on my team knows. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> That's just for me. That's for me to uh, to vent myself. But you know what? I'm not tilting anyone else. I'm getting. <laughs> it's good. And uh, I think, you know, people need to adapt certain strategies to, to get themselves in a better, better mindset. Make yourself a better person if you can. And that's it. Give us some love. Give us a like. Subscribe. Give us some comments on uh, anything you want to share about some toxic behavior or how to battle it. 
And happy New Year's, fuckers. We're going to give you some, uh, some steady content going forward. And until the next one, game on.